Hi there. Good morning. This brothers. We're on anchor.fm, and our single listener is uh, probably wondering why we're doing this on Saturday, John. Probably, yes. Yes, and for those of you who aren't aware, I'm Obvious Steve, and on the other end of the line is... Obvious John. And uh, obviously, I have to open, John, with, uh, are you in something other than just briefs this morning, John? Yeah, yeah, I'm fully clothed. Fully clothed. All right. So we start this morning not with a weather check, but with a clothing check. And John is fully clothed for radio. That's good to know, John. Yeah. So, 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 John, uh, let, let's open. Uh, I just heard something on uh, ESPN that'll amuse you. Are Are you now on the Raptors uh, uh, train? Because I guess a lot of people are jumping uh, jumping onto their bandwagon after they won Game One. Yeah, they sure are. Um, yeah, everybody thought that this was going to be. I heard some people say that they thought this could be a tight series, but I figured most of them were pretty much full of it. But uh, they think that without KD, that uh, the Warriors don't have a chance. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, well, uh, I'm just going to put this out there. It was only game one, and it was in Toronto. So I'm I'm not sure. I get Did people think that uh, the Warriors were just going to roll them in four games and, uh, and Toronto wasn't even going to win a game at home? Yeah. Um, I, I, I'm wondering what happened in the first game that was so devastating to the Warriors' chances. Yeah, I don't either. Um, I mean, the the crowd was definitely raucous, and the Raptors have a distinctive home court advantage for this series, I think, because it seems like, uh, you know, it affected them a little bit. But uh, they'll, they'll adapt. They'll get, uh, you know, like they say, a series doesn't start until – a road team wins, so right. We'll see. Uh, in yeah, the next couple right. of games, and and you kind of expect the home team to win the first game on their own court. Yes, uh, it's kind of a. I, I I suspect that the percentages would tell tell you that. So I'm not uh, I'm not buying it. I, I guess the big question is whether Kevin Durant plays, and we spend a lot of time talking about Kevin Durant, uh, and and probably rightly so since he's one of the five best players in the NBA, but uh, uh, him playing would obviously make a, we are the obvious brothers, uh, obviously make a big difference. But uh, yeah, I, I think we both think the Warriors can win without him. And uh, this is at least, it uh, looks like it's going to be interesting. Yeah, at least it should be entertaining um, by the end of June when this series finally ends. No, I, I think it's July 15th, isn't it? <laughs> They're doing they're going doing three four day breaks so that they can they can uh, run up against the uh, MLB All Star Game is uh, what what they're trying this year. I don't know it's it's annoying I know that. Yeah. yeah. Well, for for those of you who are listening and not paying attention, they played Thursday night in the opener. They don't play again till tomorrow. So you know, they sat around Toronto. And, and took two full days off, and then they don't play again in uh, Oakland until Wednesday. So they're taking two more days off. So um, clearly, they they're resting up so Kevin Durant can play in this series, right? I guess they're trying to give him as much time as they can. He's got basically a week between game one and game three, right? So 
Yeah, that that would that would help if you are uh, rooting for that on the Warriors side. Well, John, uh, we, I opened with the the Raptors because I I know what a fan you've been uh, all the way through the playoffs, and uh, I heard that this morning. I, I'm a little surprised that people are are, are switching so easily. But last weekend, we both went to the movies, John. So uh, we're famous for our movie reviews. So you saw yes. Aladdin. You saw Aladdin, huh, John? I saw the new Aladdin. It yeah. was... Uh, were, you it was singing, inter- were you singing along, John? Yeah, of course I was. Heck of yeah. Course. Yeah, okay. Uh, it was good. It was entertaining. Um, they added a little something-something for... Uh, the, the women's rights movement that's that's going on right now, you know, strong leading women. Um, yeah. So that's that was a nice little added message to the to the movie. Um, so, so they tried to find a way around the racism and misogyny of the first first version. Is that what you're yes. telling me? Uh, yes. Oh, yes. That's, yep. that's, that's good. Good to know. Um, the only and, thing and I it's good didn't to know like... you're woke enough to recognize it, John. <laughs> Did you just say woke? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> so, <laughs> one, so, so John, I... cut to the chase here. We're, we're both both grown ups. Uh, yeah. Is it really worth seeing if you're a grown up? Yes. Yes, okay. it is. Oh, that it's like it's an entertaining movie. It's an entertaining movie. Okay. There's one. The one thing I don't like about didn't like about the movie is there was. Um, they sped up some dance move, like during some celebration and stuff. So they 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 sped up the live action player or actors their movement, so it made it like kind of fast forward. Yeah, I, I didn't really care for that. That was pretty much about the only thing that I didn't really like. But other than that, everything else was pretty good. Wow. Okay. So so we we have a thumbs up on on Aladdin from John. Will Smith was entertaining, of course, as usual. Yeah, yeah. Will Will usually brings it. So, uh, and a leading and actress, and a leading actress is very easy on the eyes. Is is that right? There you go. So much for woke, uh, and uh, we, uh, John, John, John takes us there. All right. So, John, speaking of Will, last week when we were talking about summer movies, uh, we we forgot the. Uh, the remake of uh, an old Will Smith vehicle. Uh, we didn't talk about Men in Black as a. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah there's, a, looks... there's a there's a reboot of the Men in Black franchise with a young woman. I I guess I'm supposed to recognize uh, in what looks Valkyrie. to be. It's what. She's Valkyrie. It's Thor and Valkyrie back together again. Okay. Uh, since you're not an Avengers fan or. A... Marvel fan Valkyrie is one of the uh, soldiers from from uh, the Thor movies. So um, she's and there's actually a little. I've seen a clip of preview where there's a funny little part where he goes, "Have we met before?" And she's like, "Seriously?" So yeah, okay. So I guess that's a, an in joke that we're all supposed to be in on. So yes, it, it'll be out. It'll be again. With the uh, reboot of a franchise, uh, we will uh, hold our breath and, and wonder how, how that will work. The good news is uh, Men in Black originally was a uh, comic book, right? So I think there's lots of material 
to work with, but uh, it'll be yeah. interesting to see uh, how, how that how they do that. So, right. So, John, uh, you, you want to ask me how I did with the movies last weekend? Yes. What'd you go see, Steve? Well, thanks. Thanks for asking, John. I did not go see Aladdin, John, because I don't have uh, uh, young uh, neighbors dragging me uh, to see it for, for their birthday. Uh, amazingly enough, uh, uh, we went to see Booksmart on uh, on one day last weekend, since it's a holiday weekend, uh, which is uh, very funny. Uh, if you're not familiar with it, and I wasn't, uh, it's... Um, a female version of Superbad, I think, is what it's uh, supposed to be. And it's, it does it's a pretty a, good pretty good job of that. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's, to, this is uh, Olivia Wilde's act, uh, directing debut, cr- also, correct? Yes, I, I'm, I'm, I'm just so proud that you know that, John. Uh, I, I'm, I, she seems to have gotten uh, quite a bit of pub for, for uh, her directorial debut for some reason, but... Uh, there you go. I, uh, I suspect the easy on the eyes has something to do with it, right, John? Well, she's not a very good actress, so I guess uh, it's good that she can direct. Ooh, hot take and burn. There you shots go. Fired. Shots fired. Yeah, shots fired. There you go. Yes, uh, the movie movie's good. It, you, 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 I'm sure you knew, saw, and had probably seen it more times than once. Super bad and loved it. And yes, uh, and, and and yes, it's very much. Uh, two nerds who are close friends, uh, seniors in high school, uh, decide that they're going to, uh, to the uh, the, the uh, big party the night before graduation. And of course, John, because you know this is the way it would work in high school with the with the two most nerd nerdish people in the class. Uh, they're they're only vaguely uh, invited, and they have no idea where the party is. So. Uh, <laughs> Uh, it, it is kind of like super bad. It's just a struggle to get there, right, John? Yes. Yeah. It's uh, it, it, and the funny part about you know who who how they get there and uh, you know their their arguments back and forth and once they get there, uh, there there are some crazy goings on, of course, because we 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 all remember those parties in high school, John, right in the uh, ten thousand uh, square foot mansion with a pool. And, and uh, a, a, a diving board and the ability to dive over the waterfall from the second story. And, I, you know, do I need to go on, John? Because that's that's the way high school was, right? Yeah. Well, I never went to a party in high school. I was I was home studying. Uh huh. Oh, all right, John. And uh, I hope there aren't any clouds there because the zap that should have hit you right there was uh, significant. <laughs> <laughs> so so well done, John. So yes, uh, thumbs up. Uh, go see Book Smart. It's very funny, uh, very very well done. And uh, I guess we're going to give Olivia Wilde credit, right? So, um, <laughs> on the other hand, I, I said uh, after seeing it that uh, Olivia got lucky uh, or not so lucky. Uh, I don't know if that was really her doing, but uh, she she got the right script and the, the right opportunity. Uh, she did not land a uh, a clinker, so uh, good on her. So yep. So John, I went to see a second movie last weekend. Okay, what was that? Uh, I I am in many ways embarrassed to say this. Uh, we went to see uh, the Sun is also a star. 
which is a, uh, a uh, rom-com uh, based on uh, a young adult novel. And uh, it does not get thumbs up in my book. Um, the, uh, the starring couple, she is on Blackish, and he is on a minor character in Riverdale, which I think you watch Riverdale. But uh, I do not watch Riverdale. You don't watch Riverdale? I thought you were that cool. I no, guess I'm, I'm, I, I I'm guess not, you're woke, but not cool, huh? I'm not that woke, yeah. So anyway, they, they're, they're um, you know, this is an attempt to break out roles for the two of them. Um, uh, certain, you know, like, there's a meet cute, of course, and uh, then they did, but it's like, yes, there, there, there are problems with it. I don't know if it's from the book or the translation from the book onto the screen, but it's... Uh, it's at times it's a little bit painful. So uh, do, do not go see based on my recommendation. The sun is also a star, but okay. John, you know, today we're going to go to the movies again. I'm kind Wait. of, half, I'm half excited. You going to see Godzilla? As I get. Yeah. What's that? You going to see Godzilla? <laughs> <laughs> From the time I heard they were making that movie, it's been on my list. I was wondering what day. Actually, you know, I, I was planning on going midnight Thursday night to see Godzilla. And, <laughs> you know, I fell asleep at 930, so I didn't quite make it. Uh, no, no, John, I, I we're going to go see Rocket Man. Good. And uh, I, I, I was going to do some uh, homework and see what Rotten Tomatoes says about Rocket Man uh, before we got on the air. But uh, wasn't on the top of my game. So. Next week, we'll talk about Rocket Man, amongst many other things. Right, John? Yeah, yeah hopefully I'll go see a movie this weekend also. Yeah, well, it's kind of that time of year. They're rolling out some decent things. And uh, as, as we indicated, the NBA and the NHL both seem to think everybody needs three days off. So they're not exactly filling the schedule constantly. So, yeah, correct. You watching the NHL, John? No, sir. Okay. I'm keeping right, up with so, it. I'm following so I'll, it. I'll, I'll talk right over the top of you then, John. So um, the Blues did win after I gave up watching uh, the other night in overtime because, you know, once they hit overtime at 11.15 with the uh, we're going to talk for 20 minutes before they play thing, I'm like, <laughs> you know, I, I put a fork in me. I'm done, right? So uh, they won in Boston. So uh, you just said that about road team winning the series uh, gets interesting, right? So the Blues have done it, and uh, they took two days off again. They're not playing. They didn't play last night. I guess nobody wants to play on Friday night because nobody's interested, right? Or right. is it that the players want to be out partying on Friday night? Uh, I guess, yeah, maybe. I don't know. They okay. play, I mean, they're hockey players. They 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 can. Uh, those guys can take some abuse and keep ticking. So, uh, yeah. So, so you out. think you think they can party and play? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> yes, I do. <laughs> Is that what? You're, well, I, I okay. So I've watched some of the hockey, uh, and uh, what I my my takeaway in my limited viewing is uh, the Blues have not done as well as they should on power plays. Um, I was watching Monday. night. The opener was Monday night, right? Yes, it was. 
And in the last period, they were down 3-2, and they got a minor penalty, so they had a power play. In the two minutes, I, I'm pretty sure they only got one shot in two minutes, John. So they weren't exactly uh, yeah. pa pounding it. And, and it was a moment, you know, when they got the penalty down a goal, you're like, oh, they could tie this up, and this could be something, right? And uh, that did not happen. And then uh, the other night, uh, last period again, tie game. Uh, well, last period, you know, third period. Uh, they, they got a five-minute major penalty. And they were, you know, mucking about in, uh, in the Bruins zone uh, quite a bit. Uh, but they ended up getting an interference penalty with the goalie uh, mucking about. And, uh, you know, they didn't score in the five-minute uh, major penalty either. So I, I have some concern about the Blues conversion in power plays. I don't know how much to give the the Bruins uh, penalty killing squad. Uh, I believe they. How much I believe they lead the NHL in penalty kill, penalty kills penalty kills. Yeah. So. No, that's that's good. Good of you. No, nobody mentioned that in all the time I've I've watched it, John. That I heard anyway. Or so, at least the playoffs. Um, They've been the best in the playoffs. I don't know if it was the entire season, but. Right. Clearly, Bennington, the uh, goalie, young goalie from uh, the Blues, has played well, mm -hmm. and um, and uh, so uh, they go back to St. Louis. They play tonight, that's Saturday night, uh, and uh, in St. Louis, and we'll see if they can hold now. And uh, you know, they that was the first uh, Stanley Cup final game the Blues have ever won. So yeah, uh, fourteen and, and fifty four years and fourteen attempts. Is that yep. right? That's what I saw. Wow. See, you're on, you're on, you're on that shit, John. That's, that's well done. And they uh, are without Sunquist tonight. Answer... Sunquist got uh, suspended for that hit on uh, Grizzly Ick. Yeah. So, so they're, they're, they're short, short a guy. I, you know, I, okay. I'm just going to put this out there. They switch lines so often in hockey and I kind of wonder sometimes how important one guy is. Although if it's a guy like uh, Gretzky or, you know, some of those guys, Ovechkin yeah. from last year. Yeah. It, it, you can imagine it makes a really big deal, but you know, even a, a first line guy going out, you know, they play so much, you know, it's not like the NBA, you know, they're, they're so deep. I, I just, I've never quite understood how important that really is in terms of changing the dynamic of the game in the in hockey. Yeah, uh, I mean they change lines every two minutes. Um, usually, there's. <laughs> it's true. It's two okay. minutes. Two, two minutes uh, is how well, long. Yeah, it... Maybe on average, John, but it's not like there's a clock that says it's two minutes or so. Yeah, it's pretty close. Yeah, it's, you, uh, should, you put a clock on it. I bet you there's within a minute fifty to two fifteen. They change lines almost every every time. Okay, okay. I'll yeah. I, I'm I'm sitting here looking at the software from Anchor.fm, so I, I can't even look any of this shit up, John. That you're rolling. So <laughs> I, I I'm just I'm just going with you. Yeah. So I. I uh, that would be news to me. I'll admit it that, that they really switch every two minutes with some regularity. Uh, I thought it was more of a feel thing, but 
what do I know? Right. So, uh, right. Where were we at? So there is a, uh, the blues are a player short tonight. Yes. And, uh, and, and so we'll see if they can hold serve. Uh, and for trivia people who bothered listening last week, uh, the blues were not an original franchise. They were one of the six teams, uh, in the original expansion in 1967. So, um, you know, they, this is only their s- second Stanley Cup, I think, final in their history. In 70, they, they got swept. Correct. Correct. Right. So there you go. That was a long, long uh, uh, NHL segment, which is probably going to be better than the next several segments. Right, John? <laughs> probably. All right. So, so John, uh, by, by the time we cave next Friday or Saturday, the Women's World Cup will be rolling. You got anything on that? Go John? USA. How's it? There you go. Well, th- this is this is that time when you don't have to know much anything else if you're an American, That's right? Correct. Hey, we're actually – our national team is actually playing in this World yeah, Cup. Yeah, finally. <laughs> yeah. Well, a, a quick diss at the men's team. Uh, I – think we are favored uh again i i another thing i was going to look up but but haven't we are the defending champions uh for those of you who missed it they are playing starting next friday in france uh our first game is on the 11th against thailand uh we look real good to get out of group uh with some ease uh we play thailand chile and sweden are in our group sweden is always tough in fact, I think we've played them for the world championship at least once. So uh, in, in, you know, the 30 some year history of the event. Uh, so uh, that's where we are. So John, uh, there'll be some days I'll be watching uh, soccer from France. And uh, I, should I bother ask if you will too? Uh, I will try to watch if it fits into my viewing schedule, but I won't be getting up at any specific time to do it like it's it's not it's not going to be appointment viewing. Correct. Is that, is that is that where you're going with that? Okay. So that's the that's the women's World Cup, and we'll probably talk about it. You know, it's a month long event, so we'll probably uh, drop some kernels of wisdom as as we watch and see how the American team's doing. Uh, I, I you know I have a friend who is a big soccer guy, and uh, I actually have a couple. And I was told that this team is not as good as their last team that won the World Cup. So our margin is probably a bit slimmer than it was uh, four years ago. So that's that's my hot take on, on this. OK, one. So, I like it. <clears throat> ne- next week, we'll be talking horses again as it's the Belmont Stakes. And I follow people on Twitter who are horse people. And I've seen a couple who keeps saying uh, they wish somebody else would get into the field and make the, the big race better. Uh, I, you know, I don't have hair to scratch, but I would be scratching it because I don't, you know, that just doesn't work. Uh, it's not like you get up in the one morning uh, when you're a horse trainer and say, shit, you know, I need a race next weekend against a bunch of million dollar race, you know? So, uh, and, and even even if you did, do you have a colt that would make any difference in the race, right? So uh, it is interesting that uh, there are some people in, in the horse biz who wish the race was a little deeper, uh, fewer people ducking, 
you know, maximum security who did or didn't win the Derby, depending upon how you want to put it out there, uh, isn't running. Uh, the, the country house who ended up with the Derby uh, blanket, rose blanket on, isn't running here. Uh, so uh, some quality that you might expect to be there uh, is not running. And uh, right now I know I've, I've heard the, the New York guy has uh, said the two New York horses, Tax and Tacitus, uh, will be chasing War of Will, who won the Preakness and claims, of course, should have won the Derby if Maximum Security hadn't bumped them. But uh, there you go. So we'll be talking more about that next week as it, uh, as it roll, rolls towards us. So, John, uh, I, I'm not going to talk about the series uh, in St. Louis this weekend in baseball, uh, mostly because we got our butts beat so bad in Chicago. And it's been, it was a horrible May for the Cardinals. But uh, why, why is it, John? And I think we've had this conversation before, but it's uh, an obvious topic. You know, you know who's playing on Sunday night baseball tomorrow night, right? No. Well, yes. Um, Be obvious. Cubs and Cardinals. No. Uh, Yankees, Red, Yankees, oh, Red yeah. Sox. Yeah. You, you weren't obvious enough, Sorry. John. Uh, but, it, but yeah, that's all right. Why is it every time they do this, and you know, I follow Buster Olney on ESPN, some people tweet at him, why are you showing the Red Sox Yankees again? Why are you showing the Red Sox Yankees again? Why does everybody get so butthurt about them showing the Red Sox and Yankees, John? It's a good question. Uh, it's, what, it's what we all want to see, It's, pretty, John, it's good television. Know. It's good baseball. Right. I mean, you got David. Good teams, a lot, lot of juice between them. There's a good matchup. David uh, Price you know, and CC Sabathia, so that's – that's a good pairing. Oh, you look you looked it up for tomorrow night. Price and Sabathia is the pitching mm-hmm. matchup. Yeah, I guess there's no Game of Thrones, so we'll have to be doing that. <laughs> That's huh? right. Or or is Big Little Lies start tomorrow night? I don't. I'm a whole season behind on Big. No, I thought you were catching. Uh, up. I watched most of the first episode. I don't know. Most of the first episode. Well, there you go. There's a recommendation for all of you at home. <laughs> John, John John got hooked so much by Big Little Lies as he sat down to try and binge it that he got through most of the first episode. Yeah. Yeah, there there goes the whole woke thing. John. Reese Witherspoon talks too much. Man. <laughs> just nonstop talking. I got to write this down. I gotta, you know, I, I got all this title stuff you're giving me this week. Uh, this is going to be the woke episode. <laughs> Uh, but uh, there you go. Talks too much. It is a it is a a talky talky series. Yeah. And, and let me let me just we're going to get back to Yankees Red Sox in a minute. But let me just say uh, yeah, the series is based on a on a novel by an Australian. Uh, and uh, one of those things about the original series that you probably don't know or remember, John, uh, was people wondered why they moved the series from coastal Australia to. Uh, gee, is it Malibu? No, I think it's Northern California, but the California coast. And that, but my point here is the book's over. Okay. So, uh, 
oh, we're going to do season two. There is no book. And I guess they did this with George R. R. Martin. They didn't give up, right? right. But it's like, it's like uh, you know, there's a reason that story ended, you know? Uh, <laughs> you know, it's known, it's known as closure. You're right. And you don't, and oh, we're just going to come back and pick it up, and it's going to be as interesting and exciting as, like, well, I, you know, I don't think that, that almost never works, okay? So, there you go. Uh, so, Reese talks too much, huh? Yeah, she, there she's, you go. she's exhausting me in the first episode, so. Yeah, yeah. Well, there there is a bit of nudity, so you. Uh, oh, so you're telling me I should stick with it? No, no I'm just, I'm just. Giving you a hook, John. <laughs> Giving you a hook. <laughs> Trying. Of course. I ducked there, by the way, if you could hear that in the background. Yeah. Are you at home or are you somewhere else? I, I, I am at home, yes. We are in the path of, uh, of airplanes coming in and out of the local uh, airport. So every once in a while we get one of those. So I, I, I you know, I've been here 20 years, so I, I've learned not to duck every time that happens. But. First couple of years, yeah, I was under furniture. <laughs> you know, so there, there you go. So, so where were we, John Reese Witherspoon? Blah, yeah, blah, she blah, talks blah, too blah. much. Somebody's dead. Uh, oh, 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 nudity. nudity oh, yeah, John. Uh, well, okay, there's a fair amount of nudity, but uh, if I remember right, uh, the Sarsgaard guy might be uh, put out more of the nudity than anybody else. So I, I don't know how you're gonna feel about that. Okay. Yeah, just go ahead. What's his name? But anyway, I don't know. Okay. One of the SARS guards, you know, it, to, to roll out a, a joke that I'm sure you're familiar with, John. You know, he's a pirate's favorite actor, right? <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> That's a good one. Thank you. Yeah. And and you need to you need to finish it for our audience that doesn't know it. Oh, uh, who's a pirate's favorite actor? SARS guard. SARS. SARS guard. <laughs> so. All right, Yankee, Yankees, Red Sox, John. Uh, why do people get butthurt about them putting them on TV for Sunday night? And it is the first time all year, and they only, you know, they have rules for ESPN Sunday Night Baseball, how many times they can show teams, blah, 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 blah. But don't we all, if they're playing on a weekend, and, and you know, aren't we all going to want to see them? Yeah, I mean, let's be honest. You and I are <clears throat> I'm a big Cubs fan. You're a big um Cardinals fan, we both know that that is a great rivalry in baseball, but it, I think we can both admit it's nowhere near the rivalry that the Yankees and Red Sox is. It's the big, it, it might yeah. be the biggest rivalry in sports, period. Besides yeah. maybe second to Michigan and per, or Ohio State, but. Um, uh, there's a big difference between playing once a year and playing 19 times. True. But, uh, anyway. Because it, 19 times you can generate some shit. Yeah, you get a little momentum. Well, yeah, you, you, you throw, you get a little close to throwing to a guy one night. Uh, somebody does a little bat flip on a home run one yep. night, and, you know, you get, every, everything gets a little juicy. Yeah, the then, juices right? get flowing, that's for sure. Yeah. Um, so, yes, I, so, I think, yeah, you're silly if, if you're tired of watching the Red Sox and Yankees. It's, it's good television, it's good baseball. And, and we, we, we give a thumbs up to ESPN for putting them yes, on. Yes, correct. All right, John. Well, there we've done it again in half an hour of people's time. And uh, we, 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 we were woke and talked NHL. So uh, I, I don't know how much cooler we can be. <laughs> yeah, it's cool as the other side of the pillow, right? Cool as the other side of the pillow. Thank you for that one. 
All right, John. Have a good have a great weekend, Steve. Yeah. Bye. Bye.